Come on. You know what time it is. We are live, back in action, attacking your speakers from the bleachers. This is the Roof of Sports Podcast, sponsored by Anchor Radio and presented by the Sports Column. If you love writing about sports, then hit them up to get your articles published. Now, the Roof of Sports Podcast is brought to you by the Third and Three Podcast with my family of co-hosts, Tricky Nikki G., and the real deal, Damian Adams, who's been doing a great job of his show and social media interaction. But make sure you give the real deal a listen. Must do it. All right. The third and three team will be back this Sunday, bringing you the football, the fun, and the facts. Last week, I gave you guys my playbook to having a successful fantasy football draft and season. If you need a little tutelage, then make sure you check it out if you haven't yet. Uh, you can check out the show on Apple, Spotify, Spreaker, you know, anywhere you get your podcast. So make sure you give that a listen if you need a little fantasy football help. All right. Today is ranking day. Once the season begins every week, I rank the teams from 1 to 32, and I call it Power 32. I've been doing it for about uh, six, seven years already, and I love it. It's one of my favorite little segments uh, that I do. I write up and uh, even talk about it on the show, and I will ultimately and prematurely give you the best to the worst teams going into the 2020 NFL season now. And trust me, you do want to listen, because for the past five years, I've had at least one of my Super Bowl picks make it to the big game. Uh, okay, I lied. Last year was an exception, all right? Uh, before that, it's been going pretty good. I did have the Vikings and the Ravens last year, and that's, again, preseason. That's before any games even start, not during the playoffs and stuff like that. So I like to keep it real. So it was close, but not close enough. Two very good teams. Maybe this year, who knows? But my Super Bowl predictions and all the awards that will be prophesied will be coming in weeks from now, just a couple weeks from now, okay? And hopefully we get all the football that we possibly can. All right, guys, look, quick, quickly, quickly, before we begin the Power 32 segment, guys, there have been 67 NFL players in total, all right, who have opted out for the season. That's a lot, and some big names as well. Pretty big names and significant names. A lot of them came from the Patriots. Uh, I'll get to there in a second, but... We're talking about a guy like C.J. Mosley for the Jets, who was supposed to be, you know, the middle linebacker last year. who missed basically the entire season due to injury. Um, they really could have used him, obviously, this year. Not that they're going anywhere, but C.J. Mosley opted out. Star Latutale uh, had opted out previously with the Panthers and now with the Bills. Uh, Juwan James for the Broncos, he had opted out. Damian Williams, who last week I messed up, actually called him Damian Adams, my partner. Um, which made Clyde Edwards Hilaire, you know, that much more attractive of a fantasy. But Damian Williams for the Chiefs is out. Um, I know the Dolphins got Devontae Parker, but they're not going to have Albert Wilson and Alan Hearns, uh, the Dolphins wide receivers. They've opted out. Nate Solder for the Giants, offensive lineman. Devin Funches for the Packers, which would have at least given some help to Devontae Adams and uh, Aaron Rodgers over there. So that's quite a bummer. Um, now, I talked about the Patriots. Key guys, man, Dante Hightower, probably the best defensive player they got. Then Brandon Bolden, one of their 55 running backs. Patrick Chung, key in the secondary. Marquise Lee, who they were hoping they were going to get something out of the wide position, uh, wide receiver position this year. So Patriots, those guys, and even a few more. Uh, big, big, big problem right there. Big problem. And again, you got Cam coming in. 
uh, brand new, brand new system. You don't have the whole team there. This is going to be tough. We'll see how great of a coach Bill Belichick really is. And we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, Chance Warmack, another one for Seattle, an offensive lineman who's really good. So, look, that's what it is, and um, that was basically the deadline. I don't know if there's going to be any twists and turns. If you can opt out, come back in, whatever like that. But that's the way it's going down for now. All right, let's get the show on the road here and do some rankings. Based upon my rankings, you'll have a pretty good idea of who I expect to make the postseason. That is if we have one, and let's pray to God that we do. So let me cue up a little music for you before we get into the Power 32 segment of the day. Oh, it's beautiful. NFL. That's what I'm talking about. Need this NFL, man. Need NFL. Love NFL. Please, I want it back, but I want it back safely. You know that is my number one priority. If you've listened to any of the shows on Third and Three Podcasts or Ruthless Sports or any of my guest appearances, you know that's my number one priority is the health factor. So with that in mind, let's pray to God that that will go that way and we'll have a season. So let's get into the Power 32. Here are the rankings. Number one. Could have gone a lot of ways with this, and some of you guys may be thinking Chiefs automatically, they won the Super Bowl, but not for me. It's the Ravens, and excuse me, they do have the uh, reigning MVP in Lamar Jackson. He did things last year that I've never seen a quarterback do in my entire life. It was just unbelievable between throwing the touchdowns, running for it, a thousand yards rushing, uh, threw more touchdowns than any touchdown pass to anybody in the league. Uh, he was great, just unbelievable. So if he could do that again this year, getting Calais Campbell, and now he's trying to get Antonio Brown to come in, maybe for the second half of the season as he's been suspended eight games, AB that is. Uh, yeah, wow. Baltimore, watch out for them. That defense is crazy, and that offense is like, what the hell am I going to do with it? So the Chiefs did come in second. Basically, they got the same team coming back. I know that Damian Williams for the Chiefs, big guy, not going to be playing. So, like I said, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire going to get a lot more playing time. We'll see what happens with him and on a fantasy aspect as well. 49ers coming third, the NFC defending champions. Uh, they fill necessary holes like Joe Staley at left tackle. He was one of our guys that, you know, an anchor of our offensive line. And now we bring in a guy who's pretty much just as good as him, Trent Williams, uh, fantastic job by that uh, by the 49ers front office again. John Lynch doing amazing things, and so is Kyle Shanahan. Got to give it up to them. So solidifying that, and then again, what they did in the draft, getting a wide receiver, Brandon Ayuk, and then um, addressing it with Javon, with Javon Brown. Excuse me, getting the name wrong off the top of my head. Uh, but, uh, you know, on the D-line, because we did lose um, uh, to the Colts over there, uh, DeForest Buckner. So that did hurt. But 49ers number three, got the Saints at number four. My man Damian would be happy to hear that. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders will help. I expect to see a lot more at Taysom Hill, given that Drew Brees is, you know, nearing the end of his career, obviously. I'm not saying he's going to be playing a whole bunch of quarterback, but I think he'll play even more plays than he did last year. Going to number five. This is where it started getting tough for me, guys. This is where those top four teams are the top four, and then the rest, it's like, okay, what do you really think? And at five, kept going back and forth, and because of their defense, I went with the Packers at number five, 
and their ball control offense, which is kind of strange with Aaron Rodgers, even though he doesn't throw interceptions. It's like, you know, sacrilegious to him. He's unbelievable. His numbers are still great. So uh, even with Devin Funches not being around for the Packers, who is going to take some weight off of De- uh, Devontae Adams, I still think they can get the job done running the ball and with defense and Aaron Rodgers doing his thing. Next on number six, I went with their uh, interdivision rival, the Minnesota Vikings, who I thought were going to the Super Bowl last year. They lost Stephon Diggs, but this team is based on defense and Dalvin Cook. So Cook's got to stay healthy. They got a great uh, uh, backup running back in Addison. So I'm loving that right there. I think the Vikings, again, they've been together now for a while. They know what they're doing. They're on the same page. This COVID is not going to affect them as much in the respect that they already have their playbook. They're ready to go. They've had their coach, so on and so forth. So I think the Vikings could come out strong. Seven, I got the Buffalo Bills because they have everything now. I mean, they really got it all from offense to defense. Defense is top three, four in the league at worst, maybe even the best defense. And now on offense, you bring in Stefan Diggs from the Vikings, ironically, to pair up with John Brown on the outside. Josh Allen can get them the ball. It's just he's got to improve on his accuracy, decision-making, going into year three now. Let's see what happens. But I got a lot of faith in the Bills. Number eight, they had to come up eventually. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so the Tampa Bay Brady Buccaneers, whatever the hell you want to call it. Look, the change for Brady, they may need a little time to adapt, but he's like a football genius god walking the earth, basically. So I don't really see any problem with that. They got so many weapons. And as we talked about on third and three and on my show here in Root for Sports, uh, the bottom line is, is that if obviously Jameis Winston didn't throw 30 interceptions or even half of that last year, they could have been one of the better teams in the entire league. So you take that away, bring in Tom Brady, who's not going to turn the ball over. I see big things for them. So they're in number eight for me. Number nine, I love the Colts. And I love them bringing in Rivers. You know, he's not a mobile quarterback, but he's not going to have to be so much because the Colts do have one of the best offensive line, if not the best offensive line in the entire NFL, brought out by Nikki Gist on our show over here on 3rd and 3. She made a great point with that when we were doing our AFC rankings. They're very overlooked, the Colts. I think they're going to make a lot of noise this year. Yeah, they could use some help in the wide receiver position, but they're going to be running the ball. They're going to be throwing shorter passes, try to keep T.Y. Hilton healthy. I think the Colts can definitely make the playoffs and win that division, in fact. In that division is also the Tennessee Titans, who I have all the way down at number 10. And maybe you're scratching your head because we went to the AFC Championship last year. And if the game was done by halftime, they would have gone to the AFC Championship, basically the way things turned out, uh, how the Chiefs had to keep coming back. But um Look, they made it there. They need to throw the ball more and take it more easy on Derrick Henry. Now that they paid him and he's going to be around, you don't want to give him the ball 350 times a year necessarily. And he's not going to catch it out of the backfield. So they're going to have to be a little bit more dynamic throwing the ball. You don't have to throw it downfield 15, 20, 40 yards. You just got to get seven, eight, 10 yard clips at a time, run easy button hooks. And I think the Tennessee Titans could be a really good team again this year if they follow that sort of mode. We'll see. They've been coached well. They're doing a pretty good job. Number 11, the Seahawks. They could be ranked even lower, but Russell Wilson is like a male version of Captain Marvel. There's nothing that he can't do. He is 
just one of the best players in the league. I mean, he may even be the best player in the league. He's unbelievable. I have him even ranked over Patrick Mahomes and quarterbacks, okay? Russell Wilson is just unreal. It's like he never makes a mistake. He doesn't take a big hit. He doesn't miss games. The guy's amazing. They have a very good defense. Not great, very good. Now with DK Metcalf and hopefully Tyler Lockett being healthy, let's see if they could do something with the running game. I hope not because I'm a 49er fan, but then again, Russell Wilson, Seahawks, giving them the respect. 12 minutes to go to the Philadelphia Eagles. They have a deeper wide receiver core than you thought, you know, with Deshaun Jackson and now Sean Jeffrey bringing in Jalen Rager. They, they got some guys over there, you know, and Carson Wentz. Guy could be an MVP candidate if he could just stay healthy. Let's hope they do that. And again, you know, bringing back Peter's offensive line, they really got to do that. And they're tough on defense, which is always great and always travels in cold weather. So that gives them a one up there. Uh, let's hit the surprise bell on this one. Da-da-ling, da-da-ling. Number 13, the Cleveland Browns. That's right. 13, the Browns. I really feel like this is their year. If you've heard our show before, I've been talking about them. I've never been on the Browns bandwagon in my life, not even last year. I had them as a losing record, but they go 6-10. and 10. I didn't think they were going to do well at all, but this year something is different. I feel it. I feel like they're growing up as human beings. I feel like they're growing up as football players and as teammates, and I believe they're going to come together for a common cause and show that city that it was not just about LeBron James winning a championship. The Browns may actually do it since Jim Brown. So I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. I don't want to say that right now, but I see them in the playoffs, okay? All right, their division rival, the Steelers, number 14, I believe can make the playoffs as well if and only Big Ben stays healthy. We saw what they did last year, really finishing 500 and just missing the playoffs. They would have been in if they had that rule this year with the 17 getting in the seventh seat, which would have been the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they did that with their fourth-string quarterback. So they have an incredible defense. They have an incredible coach, Mike Tomlin. Bring back Ben if he can stay healthy. They have great things happening for them. Moving along with the Rams at number 15. I'm not even quite sure they belong there, but I'm going to give it to them for two reasons. One, I like that defense a lot. Aaron Donald, then you got Jalen Ramsey in the secondary, which was a great addition last year. Sean McVay, I believe, will make necessary changes because the offense is not as dynamic. They don't have Gurley anymore. Uh, They don't have Brandon Cooks anymore. So they're going to have to find a way where Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are going to be those two big guys back there. If Edwards is going to be the running back, we'll see. But Sean McVay is going to have to mix it up for the Los Angeles Rams at number 15. At number 16, could have been higher, but show me something, Cowboys. Show me something, Dallas Cowboys. You got all the talent in the world, like the Browns. Now you got a new coach who is Mike McCarthy. I mean, he's been around for a while, you know, went to the playoffs, won a Super Bowl with Green Bay. But how's the team morale going to be? It's very interesting over there. You know, bringing in C.D. Lamb is great. Is it going to be the two, the three? They have all these weapons, but what's the team aspect? What's the what's going on in the locker room? What What is the deal? Will Mike McCarthy put this together for them? We'll see. They got the talent. Cowboys, 16, 17, Chargers. That would be the L.A. Chargers. Tyrod Taylor is more than serviceable more than a game manager. He can move around unlike Rivers could, which was a major problem for them last year. You got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams to throw the ball to Hunter Henry. Listen, I think they could be a really good team. Am I putting them in the playoffs right now? 
No, because of that division especially, um, I don't think they'll get in. But I respect the Chargers, and I think that they could win some pretty decent games this year if they played like the way they did against Green Bay in L.A. last year. They stomped them. So good coaching by Anthony Lynn. Let's see what happens. Number 18, staying in that division, the Denver Broncos. Uh, the whole third and three team is high hopes for, for this team over here. Drew Locke getting recognized, bringing in Jerry Judy. You got Cortland Sutherland on the other side. Melvin Ingram now with them, with also Philip Lindsay, who you can only imagine what they could do offensively, and they have that home field advantage playing a mile high, literally up in the sky. You know, there's a lot of things going for them, and they have a tough defense, a lot of names that you don't really know. But, you know, of course, you got your Bradley Chubb and you got your Von Miller. Let's see what happens there with them. But, um, yeah, their arrow is pointing up. An arrow that's pointing sideways at number 19 is the Falcons. I just can't understand. They're another talented team. Lost a couple of guys on defense. I do realize that. But they start out the games hot in the first quarter. They look good. Then they fold in the second half. And I don't know why or how that happens. But maybe better coaching, more consistency. Dan Quinn, I I, I don't know. They're going to need a little bit of help over there mentally, I think, to stay in games. All right? Somehow they beat my 49ers last year, but I think the Niners were sleeping on them. It was kind of weird. They came on a little bit late last year, which is the opposite of what they usually do. Anyway, going back, number 20, the Texans, maybe that was a little bit low. Maybe I can rank them higher. Maybe I'm being a little bit too harsh with the DeAndre Hopkins move to Arizona. All right. Um, Still got Deshaun Watson. Now we talked about Brandon Cooks. He's going to replace Hopkins. He's not as good as him, in my opinion, but you still have a pretty damn good team around them. The problem is Bill O'Brien. I'll leave it at that. 21, for the first time since in 20 years, the Patriots are ranked outside the top five. They're not even in the top 20 for me. Half the roster is opted out. They're best players. You're bringing in a new quarterback, albeit Cam Newton, who's an excellent player, but who are you going to throw the ball to? I don't even know who you're going to hand the ball off to. Who's going to protect him? He's walking into a bad situation right now, and only Bill Belichick can help. So somehow, some way, they got to do it, but it don't look good for them. Carolina Panthers, number 22. Steady Teddy Bridgewater is going to bring stability to that team. Yeah, it's all about Christian McCaffrey, but you could throw to Samuel. You could throw to Robbie Anderson, who they newly acquired from the Jets. So Bridgewater, keep it simple. What he did last year with the Saints was fantastic. Can he do it again? Not as good of a defense, obviously, that New Orleans had last year. But if Carolina could do their thing on defense, then watch out. Maybe Panthers can make some noise. The Bears are not going to make much noise unless they play that growling sound at the stadium. They got two quarterbacks, which equals no quarterbacks. My man Damian, that's his favorite saying. They don't even have a running game. They don't have a passing game. They're just all defense, and their defense is not what it was two, three years ago. I'm I'm not sure what's going to happen with them, who's going to play quarterback, but if they win more than five or six games, I'd be shocked, really, to be honest with you. So they're 23, 24, the Cardinals. I still got to see more. They played the Niners really tough last year. Both games, I think, were 28-25. They got D-Hop, Kyler Murray on his second season. He looked really good last year, got better and better. But the defense is the problem. That's why I can't rank them higher than this. Maybe 24 is a little bit low, but that D, not that good. All right, so that was the Cardinals, 25. 
the Miami Dolphins, who I believe can move up this list rapidly as the year goes on. We'll see. I, I, it's not going to be Tua right away. All right. There's tons of upside. They acquired different defensive players, uh, even from, from the Patriots with Van Noy. Uh, they, they did a lot of really, really great things. And uh, Byron Jones also from Dallas. So I, I really like what they did. But a couple of wide receivers missing. You got Jordan Howard to run right now. They're mixing it up over there. And their their head coach, Brian Flores, is doing a hell of a job. I really got to admit, it's not easy <laughs> to coach this team down here. But Dolphins, 25. But I think they're going to be moving up. Next, Nikki, I'm sorry, a 26-year Giants. Daniel Jones must take a big step this year. I like what I have seen so far. But less turnovers, all right? And, and that's typical for a rookie. So we'll see. But their defense is just a mess. So what are you going to do with that? You know, you got Saquon Barkley and what? Yeah, you got a couple of good wide receivers, Golden Tate. But Daniel Jones, yeah, step up, bro. 27, the used to be Oakland Raiders, now Las Vegas Raiders. My man Josh Jacobs is like the only good thing going on over there. The offense has to run through them. More discipline with the penalties, especially on defense. Gruden, get it together over there. 28, the New York Jets, lack of weapons. They got a QB I like, Sam Darnold. He's got tons of potential. But they lost their two best defenders, all right, and, and Jamal Adams, who went to Seattle, who's going to help out that defense, and C.J. Mosley, who opted out. And they have nobody to throw to the ball to on offense except Jameson Crowder, who I happen to like. But really, Jameson Crowder's your number one? All due respect to you, bro, but damn, they need help. I don't even know if I can go on with them. Next is the Washington football team. Maybe I'll call them the Hogs for a while. I don't think that's disrespect at all as far as I know. Defense is their only hope, bringing in Chase Young. I don't know how it's going to be on offense. Dwayne Haskins has not sold me at all on anything yet. But, again, he was a rookie. So let's see how much he can adapt and move forward and what's going to be the situation there with Ron Rivera taking control now. 30, the Lions. Oh, perhaps I ranked them too low. Mm, probably not. And there's no reason to believe in them whatsoever. Even though I really like Matthew Stafford, they did a nice job in the draft this year getting DeAndre Swift. I really like that one. He can make some noise on offense, maybe along with Carryon Johnson throwing a Galladay. But defensively, oh, again, defense. You got to play defense in the NFL. You're not going to make it. Just like these last two teams. The Jaguars at number 31. Or it could have been the Bengals at 31, 31, 32. Flip them around. All right, Jaguars, go to London. Figure it out. Just, just get out of here. Go to London and do your thing over there. And as far as the Bengals, you know what? At least they drafted a quarterback, number one, who they believe is going to be their guy for the next 10, 12, 15 years, whatever it is. You know, we could be living till 500 by then. So who knows what's going to be happening. But Joe Burrow. That's the guy that they invested in. That's who they wanted, number one. They're going to pay him. They're going to play him. He's there. He's their guy. But for right now, the Bengals are the worst team in the NFL. He's got some guys to throw to. He's got Joe Mixon back there in the backfield to help him out. So good things can happen. But before the season, 32. I got to see what Joe Burrow can do, and I'm hearing good things out of him in camp already. So that is a good thing. That is... Power 32, the first segment of Power 32 for the season. We're going to do it every week, whether it's written on the sports column or we do it on the Roof of Sports podcast or in three podcasts. 
We can all do our own. You guys, I would love to hear from you. Send me your top five, who you think is going to be in the playoffs, whatever it may be. Hit me up on Twitter at SportsProfit1. That's number one. My name is Jason Fearman, Rufus Sports Podcast. Also, follow Third and Three Podcast with Nikki, Damien, and myself. We get into football mostly. We have some pop culture fun once in a while. We do NBA. We, we have a great time in the show. We're going to do it Sunday. And uh, I definitely want you guys to give us a listen. We have a lot of cool segments set up. And the best part about that show is that we don't rehearse a damn thing. We go over our topics and we just have a blast. And whatever happens, happens. Uh, it's it's wonderful. I love it. So looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, looking forward to everything, man. Look, sports are back on. I wanted to talk a little NBA, but I'm going to do that in a different podcast because it's been very, very exciting. But uh, this was NFL Rankings Power 32 segment. The first one of the year. The second one is going to come after week one. But I wanted to give this one now as the players have now opted out. So, again, I want to thank you all for listening to the Root for Sports podcast. Once again, brought to you by the Sports Column. Third and three podcast. That's what is up. That's what we do. This is the family. We love it. I love it. Football. Please come, please play. If you have to d- delay the season a couple of months, I don't care. That's fine. But we want to see it. We want them safe, though. That's number one, number two, three, four, and five. All right, guys. Look, thank you all for listening. Group for Sports Podcast. Let me know what you think about my Power 32 segment and the teams in on it, where they are. I would love to hear your opinions, guys. For now, Group for Sports, we're out.